Welcome to One Hit Wonderful, the podcast where we're revisiting all those amazing reality shows that unfortunately only had one season. I'm your host, Frank Pezzanite III. And I'm Meredith Broadbeck. And today we're going to be finishing Saddle Ranch. Today is episode 10, Last Call at Saddle Ranch. Indeed it is. It is, it is. And I am a ding dong and didn't check Twitter. I don't think we have any, but let me check yeah. real quick. And I know that, um, let's see. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, we don't have any Twitter updates. So no house cleaning on my end. How about on yours? No. Sorry, yawned. Um, I don't have any house cleaning. I did send Frank earlier today an Instagram that I saw. Um, I think it was kind of old. Oh, no, it was five days old. Okay. Um, and it was Brody Jenner's baby shower. So I guess the thing with the creepy babies was the gender gender reveal. And now this was the baby shower. And I guess he proposed to his baby mama, finally. Yeah, I was kind of surprised shower. to see that they were, I didn't realize they were engaged. Like that surprised me when I saw yeah. that. Um, I was, for some reason, I was just taken aback by the Stanley Cups of it all. So their baby shower was sponsored by Stanley Cups. Which was um, actually pretty hilarious. Like, I, I mean, I know that all of these like celebrities do a lot of spawn con for their big life events, but it was so in your face and so obvious and so weird. It's just... It surprised me that it was nothing related to, like, a baby or a family or, you know. I mean, I get that, like, all their guests got to go home with the Stanley Cup, I guess. But it, I don't, I don't know. It just feels so, so weird. It was. Now, are they, um, so I knew, I didn't even know Stanley made these weird, like, Yeti type insulated, you know, cup or, like, hydropod cups um are they bring it, it is is it a thing yeah you I said think it's it, popular is it a thing i think it's like a tiktok thing that has really exploded and now everybody makes a cup that looks like that because i think it holds a full liter but it has a straw and a handle so people are just really losing their minds over it so now i guess the people who went to that baby shower have one that says baby jenner um but can't you I mean, aren't there a million? Like my hydro thing has a straw. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm baffled by all of it. I was just hoping that you could peel the letters off. Like at least when you get a new Stanley Cup, can you peel off the Baby Jenner July 2023? I don't know. Hopefully. I mean, I I did that after several bridal events. I would get some commemorative cup with my name on it, but I wanted to keep it, and so I would just peel the letters off. Yeah, at one of my coworkers' weddings, um, she's now divorced. Um, they gave us like the gift was like a mason jar mug, and it had your name on it. Like, but I just peeled it off. It was fine. Yep, same. Yeah, I don't know. So there you go. But there are babies due soon, and I guess it's a girl. We know that. Uh-huh. So we'll we'll be in touch about what they name this. And Maybe. what did we learn about Linda? Oh, her grandmother' name is Lala. Lala, yeah. I'm assuming that was established by Brandon's children. Yeah, he has a lot years of ago. So I know. Um, well, and the other, actually, the other little like house cleaning thing we have, and of course, my brain is complete Swiss cheese. And it was in where was Saddle Ranch mentioned? It was Vanderpump, right? Yes. And then now I can't remember what capacity. I know I texted you when it happened. <laughs> Secrets revealed. 
Yeah. Right. They said you guys were at Saddle Ranch or something like that. Yes. They all went. It was it like an after. They went out and then on their way home, they went to Saddle Ranch or something. Yeah, they were talking about Saddle Ranch, but I, it was very exciting. I screamed, Meredith, and I got excited. So yeah, no, it was it was secrets revealed because I didn't watch that live, and I think we both watched it like the next day. Yeah, so it all comes um, full circle. It does, yeah. Um, and I don't have a saddle tattle today because I ran through the entire cast trying to find the few people that I did. Um, and I did try to start doing some research on Larry, the owner of Saddle Ranch. And all I could find, right. All I could find is that he somewhat recently in the, like in the past three years, um, listed his home for sale and it hit the market with a price of 25 million. And now it's like all the way down to like eight, five or something like that. Holy shit. That's a big drop. No kidding. But what real, I mean, obviously they way overpriced it, but like what realtor would even let them do that? Like, I mean, most realtors would not let you list your home for more than double of what it's really worth. I don't know, but he apparently bought it and he basically took it down to the studs for like two five. So he also used to own an Irish pub named like Duffy's or something. I made that up, but it's some very, you know, standard Irish bar name. And a Japanese restaurant with a partner named Miyagi's. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's he's a restaurateur. He's still doing his thing. Um, but there's a, an LA Times article about the rise of cowboy culture in LA and how Saddle Ranch <laughs> came at the right time. And I guess, I guess it did. So I guess it did. Yeah. But other than that, I didn't see that much about him either. Interesting. Yeah. I would think he's a dude who's like very into himself and... I would have thought so too. I would have thought he would have wanted to be very well known. Yeah, with his Rock and Republic and his Rolls Royce, and he didn't seem or maybe subtle. He's smart. Maybe he's one of the few smart, rich douches out there because he's probably married. I'm assuming, or has kids, or a girlfriend, or whatever, um, and wants to cheat on her. And if you are in the public eye, that's a lot harder to do. So maybe he's keeping a low profile so he can be a fuckboy. Yeah, I mean, just ask every other man on reality television who's blown it. (laughs) Oh, my God. All right. Well, should we get into this episode? Um, Not that, I mean, it's it's a final episode of a show, I guess, is the best way to describe it. Yeah, I mean, as we know, as as reality TV... um, historians they're uh the final episodes are usually bullshit they wrap things up not a lot happens and that was pretty much the case with this yeah so we open at saddle ranch and we are right back live to after cameron's engagement right mm-hmm. and so everybody's kind of celebrating and we see jordan and cameron kiss like right after they get engaged and it i i didn't notice it the first time their kiss is like very there's not a lot there. Well, and I as appreciate we know, it from your research, there isn't a lot there. I know. And I, I will say, I will give Cameron the slight benefit of the doubt that when you're proposed to, you're overwhelmed. And she probably wasn't thinking straight. But it's just like something about it looks particularly sad. So as we remember, Rachel ignores everything that's happening in the bar, even though the entire cast is celebrating and congratulating Cameron. And Rachel's just being a pill. And she ignores everyone, doesn't give a shit. And I think Rob says that she's storming around the bar with a scowl on her face. And that's exactly what she's doing. A hundred percent. My favorite part of this little scene was that to celebrate, Cameron went outside to have a cigarette. And I was very jealous of her. 
Yeah. Um, my favorite part of it was that Rachel shames a customer for ordering a water, like very Cody ugly. And then she says she's still irritated with Cameron from skiing and then says, and let's be honest, I'm kind of jealous. How old are you? Um, 11, apparently. I, I mean, the whole thing was weird. I, 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 and I'm sure the water thing is now, I, I'm, I'm guessing she doesn't watch Saddle Ranch because we all know that she got sober after this and it's hard for her. But um, I bet if she saw that, she'd be mortified now because I'm sure she orders water wherever she goes. So it's like, oh, come on. But it's, I thought it was very on brand for her to do that. Um, and I thought it was very off brand for her to admit that she was jealous. Yes. I was a little taken aback by that. Yeah. And Cameron even says that she's in her own world and Rachel can just keep her bad mood to herself. She says, I can see that she's busy, but I don't know why she can't say I'm busy, but yay. And also what is wrong with you? And you're like, I could understand if Rachel was in a committed relationship with a longtime boyfriend that she was hoping to get engaged to and it hadn't happened yet. Then great. I kind of get your jealousy. You have been dating a guy for like a month that you have the most volatile, drunken, crazy ass relationship with. Like, I mean, I'm sure she doesn't think Rob's going to propose to her. Like what the the jealousy thing, while I'm glad she admitted to it, seemed very nonsensical to me. (laughs) No, it was. There are a lot of things with Rachel in this episode that were really out of left field for me. Yeah. So then Rob gets upset with her for being a brat and I will take Rob's side on this. And he, although he's, I don't like what he says. Never mind. I take that back. Rewind. He says to her, You're a horrible friend. That's extreme. You don't need to say that. You can just say, Rachel, you're being petty. Go give her a hug. Um, but and then Rachel gets even more angry. And she was like, Well, I actually make money at this bar. Everyone else sucks my asshole. Now, I am going to say something controversial. And I am going to take Rob's side and calling her horrible friend in the moment. I thought it was a little crazy, but later, and we'll discuss this in a few minutes. um, Apparently she and Cameron are best friends. Right. So if it's your best friend, you are a fucking horrible friend. If your friend got engaged and you won't even acknowledge, like won't even look in her direction, like it and ignore her when she calls her name. So what I mean is it's not that I disagree with what he said. It's how he says it. You don't need to go up to her, someone who is prone to throwing fights in public and tell them they're a horrible friend. You can just say like, Rachel, swallow your pride. Yeah. Whatever. He's, he, he gets a little preachy with her in a way that I'm not surprised their, their interactions implode. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. So then in one of the more painful scenes, uh, I mean, these next two coming up are actually back to back pretty rough. Um, so first off, we go to Pink Cheeks Salon. Still open. I okay. checked. Still open to this day. And we got to see, I, I feel like what was happening was even a little late for the time. Because she yes. gets, so Cameron gets vajazzled. Vi- uh, and I feel like vajazzling was more like early 2000s, not late. Like, I feel like that was very like 2002, 2003. I didn't know people were still getting vajazzled in 2011. Stassi did it on Vanderpump Rules while she was still with Bo. It was late. Oh, she did? Oh. Yeah, she got glitter before they went to Mexico. Glitter, I can kind of handle. But the actual jewels, like, wouldn't that rip up a guy's dick? Like, I don't, I feel like it's going to tear your shit up. Like, why would you want, like, rough, lumpy things in your, on top of your vagina? I, I have the same question. So, female listeners... 
if you've ever done this, please let us know. I don't, I don't understand. I feel like I have a pair of underwear that someone gave me that has little rhinestones on the outside. And it's like peeling off the letters on a bachelorette thing. I feel like I've popped a few of them off in frustration because, <laughs> you know, rhinestone underwear aren't my thing. But I can't imagine having that one glued to my skin and two tearing people up. Like, I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it either, but let's that the star of this whole scene, if not the entire episode, was It's the woman doing the vajazzle. Yes, yeah, Cindy, the, the vajazzling tech. <laughs> I am obsessed with her. Um, if we ever go to LA, I'm going to make her put jewels somewhere on my body. I don't think my genitals, but somewhere. Um, she was amazing. And my absolute favorite thing she said, and I can't remember what it was in reference to, um, it was like an exclamation of excitement. And instead of saying like, man, oh man, she said, man, oh shevitz. Yes. I lived for it. Like, she lived sure for did. It. Also, we should come up with a name for what is a vajazzle technician called? Like a vagician? Maybe. I mean, I'm assuming they're just an esthetician. It would probably go into that heading, but like a, a, a vagician a, is good. I, I think they deserve a special title. So... I should have gone to their website to see if they actually still offer vajazzling. I only like Googled it to see if it was still open, but I didn't go to the website. So I'll have to do that later. Well, anyway. So that woman is amazing. But the problem is that, sorry, I can't stop yawning. Oh boy. Um, so the problem is that we have to watch more of Cameron and Jordan together. And I didn't want to. <laughs> Well, I think that we're probably also extra less invested because of your research. We know that like shortly thereafter they break up. So it's like, who gives a shit? Like what they're all, I, we don't want to see them being all fake happy. He also just is icky to me. He's just, he's not, I get it for the time. I can see where people are kind of into it, but like, that's just, that's not my speed. We've, we've chatted about this before. So the woman is asking them if they've set a date for the wedding already and Cameron says she's trying to convince him to move to L.A. And somehow it comes out that they're having sex without protection in front of their magician. And she says, well, once you have a baby, everything changes. Real mind blowing. And then Jordan talks about how much he would love Cameron to be pregnant. So. My other question is, do we think that this engagement was filmed in the right order? What do you mean? Like, has Cameron been engaged longer than we're seeing? Oh, I don't Is, think so. Okay. I mean, well, she seemed genuinely, like, shocked and taken aback when she, I don't think she's a good enough actress to pull that off. No, no, no. I meant did they air it out of order? What? But like, do you I, think the dazzling was after the engagement? Like, I don't no, understand. No, no, no. Like, no what I order guess, do you think was wrong? I guess you're right. Cameron's not that good of an actress. But I was just, I don't know. Like, it just, it seems like it got shoved into serious really quick. And all of a sudden, it's like, I haven't seen you in four months. And then it's like, I want you to be pregnant. But I guess people on reality TV do that. Yeah. So. 100%. Well, especially on his end, because he was, we now know, is like using her to be quote unquote famous. Like, That's right. really he's just, the wrong horse, bud. Um, and I'm sure he thought like the more storyline, the better. So let's talk about having a baby. Let's get engaged. Let's do whatever to get me as much airtime as possible in the four days or whatever that I'm in LA. True, true, true. Um, but also Cindy on their way out, she says, remember to put each other first. And my note says, thanks for lady. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's actually, that is very, that's very nice advice. Um, but yeah, Cindy, she's our queen. So then we go to Pan Ivino of Hills fame. 
Oh, who went? It's, it's actually at Pane Ivino. Who, um, so who went to? Who went there in the hills? Brody and Lauren. It's the place with the like twinkly lights. Oh, I didn't recognize it from the outside. Yeah. Um, so I have, and that means bread and wine in Italian. I have um, very sad news. So when I was Googling to see if it's still open, sadly for the restaurant, they didn't get their much of their 15 minutes of fame out of this because it closed almost two months to the day after this episode aired. Oh, no. Yeah, it closed That's... on August 26th, uh, 2011. I blame Nick and Cassie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Brody and Lauren went there um it looks much cuter at night and Nick and Cassie are here during the day they're having yes. lunch so they are just having lunch together and they're talking about how after their gym date everybody at work sort of knew about them and there's some jokes about how Cassie is came from Universal and she said oh what like I'm a forbidden fruit and Nick says in his confessional, it's hard to find a girl in LA that, you know, sticks around and like actually wants to date and that you know, he's, he's liking Cassie. Um, and Cassie really likes him, but she says that she wants to rough him up a little bit. Like he's still a little bit too nice for her. And then in that moment, the server comes by with a tray, I believe. And there's a stuffed animal sitting on top of the tray with a note it's a teddy bear and it weirdly looks like and i only know about this because my nephews played it when they were little it looks like one of the animatronic bears from um five nights at freddy's this like horror video game about animatronics come to life in a was it even a bear it was a bear yeah it was a bear okay it was a weird looking bear yeah, it was. I thought, I was like, is that a monkey? What is that? It had X's on its chest where like buttons would normally be. Um, and the eyes were a little strange. Like it, it, it looked like an animatronic. It was weird. It was a weird looking bear, but it was a bear. Okay. Yeah. And it didn't look particularly cute. Well, and he said it looked like him, which I thought was weird, but. Yes. Also agree. So then the note is actually a, will you be my girlfriend? with check boxes it's a picture of them from the ski trip on the okay. left hand side of the note and on the yeah. right yes it says will you be my girlfriend yes no or maybe yeah and cassie says i don't even have a pen you didn't think this through <laughs> <laughs> which cracked me up and he said well i left a maybe box for a reason and cassie says i wasn't expecting it this early and he says, I haven't done this since high school. And she says, high school? I haven't done this since fifth grade. True. True. True, true, true. So then, of course, they cut to commercial and we come right back. And Cassie checks a box and hands it back to him. And she checked maybe. She checked maybe and her reason for doing so. And I can understand and relate to this. I'm sure a lot of people out there could as well. She's suffering from a little bit of like, I don't want to belong to a club that will have me um, mm -hmm. syndrome. Sure. And that she's saying that like, if anyone is too into her, it turns her off a little bit. And yep. so that she's suffering from that. But I will give her credit by from checking maybe instead of just checking no and sussing it out a little bit in her own mind first. And he he gets a little bummed and she was like, you know, don't be mad at me. It's not no. And I actually find Nick very sweet and he says, I'm not mad. And now I have something to hold out hope for. 
I mean, it makes sense to me why what she was saying about roughing him up, though, because I feel like her aesthetic leans much more towards Noah, Rob, Rachel, yes. like the more like tattooed rough and rumble. I, I think she's a very sweet girl. And I think at her core, maybe she's not rough and rumble, but I think that's what she wants to be. So she's kind of leaning more towards that. But yeah, I, I think he's a little too like carved out of cream cheese for her, but she, she decides to give it a try. Yep. So then we go to the Redberry and thanks Yay, Meredith. Jordan's leaving. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cameron is sad and she's crying. And my note says his vest is so gross and he is not cute. And I stand by that. Um, so do you remember in the early seasons of Project... He looks like a munchie Do you remember munchie No. So what I was going to say that I thought he looked like... Do you remember in the early seasons of Project Runway, um, the Greek designer, his name was Nick... Um, oh, it's gonna bug me, but he's a this guy from Project Runway is so handsome. Jordan is like the dollar store version of Nick from Project Runway. Um, I could see that. Oh, hold on, I found a Munchie Chi. I'm is going to Nick? send you a no, picture of it. Okay, I think I know, I think I remember Nick. I think I'm really bad at remembering stuff like that, though. Um, did, um, he may be on again, you know, for the new Project Runway, they brought all people back from all the previous 20 seasons. Okay. Well, he also, um, he has done a lot of stuff. He was one of Lauren's teachers on the Hills, too. We saw him in one of the scenes. Nick yeah, Barrios. Nick yeah, Barrios. yeah, 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 yeah. I could see yeah. that. I just sent you the picture of the Munchie Chi. Did it come through? Um, not yet, but I am. Oh, there it is. Yes, I feel like you've made this joke about someone else before. Probably. I think a lot of people look like munchie cheese. <laughs> a um, lot of people in the early aughts look like munchie cheese. <laughs> don't worry. I just got added to a group text for a vacation I'm going on with like 30 people. <laughs> I'm going to do not disturb that. <laughs> um, so anyway, they say goodbye. So he's wearing a heinous sweater vest over like a long sleeve collared shirt. And Cameron is wearing like this really big tunic with jeans and uggs it's just both of them are so of the time it's so much it's and it's hers a was a sweater it was like a tunic sweater like a cable it was, knit it was huge yeah and it off the like, shoulder and she should be standing on a boat like with her arms raised like a sail <laughs> it was massive so his cab arrives and they say goodbye and she says you know like this isn't my boyfriend leaving now it's my fiance and she says there's a chance that she'll leave Saddle Ranch and move to New Jersey, but she's not sure. And we know she does not, so. Yeah, they don't make it there. So then we go back to Saddle Ranch, and Rob is working, and Rachel comes in to have drinks. And Rachel knows that Rob is mad at her, um, and because of the horrible friend stuff. And Rob says there's a lot he wants to say to her, but not while he's at work and not right now. And he sort of gives her the cold shoulder. So then Rachel says the same thing. She sort of cold shoulders him and says that he has to make the first move. But then all of a sudden as she drinks more, she's very hurt by the bad friend comment and she's crying outside. And it's weird because they really cut it. Like, yeah. I thought we would have foot. So you guys who haven't watched this, she says she needs a moment outside. She goes outside. It looks like Alex is out there smoking and somebody else. Um, and I thought for sure it was going to be like Alex talking to her, pictures of her crying, her having a cigarette. No. She goes outside and just is like, can I have a minute, you guys? And then it cuts away. And that's all yeah. we get. 
It was strange. It was very strange. Um, the whole thing, super weird. This whole episode, I was kind of like, huh, what did we miss? So then we go to Alex's apartment. And I did try to do a little research on this, Alex. Um, she grew up in Beverly Hills, which I found very interesting. I wonder if it was the slums of Beverly Hills, like the Natasha Leone movie. Her last name doesn't seem that way. And I was trying really hard to connect her to a family member, but I don't think so. I think she grew up with some money, actually. And oh, she has interesting. A, I think she has a few acting credits. So I, oh, wonder, okay. I think maybe Saddle Ranch was like her fun money for acting school or something. Maybe. I noticed her apartment was kind of cool. Well, but she's also the highest earner at Saddle Ranch. So oh, that's true. She likes to remind us of that. Good yeah. call. So anyway, we are at Alex's apartment and Alex and Cameron um, are there because Cameron thinks she might be pregnant. And she brings over four different tests and she's somehow able to pee on all four of them with one stream or that's how they cut it to look. Well, if I was going to do that, I would just pee into a cup and then dip all four of them into the cup. But that's just me. I also do not understand this trope of movies and reality TV showing people taking 8,000 pregnancy tests. I have, can't even tell you the number of friends in high school and their college age that I went over to their houses and sat with them while we waited for pregnancy test results because they thought they were pregnant. And one, Took one. Yeah. I don't, like no one, one I know has taken hundreds of it's just a waste of money. Like, what are you doing? And I'm I'm the only ones that I've ever taken just for peace of mind. You always have to like have a stream of pee. Like the old school dipping it in the cup. Like that's some like 80s Roseanne shit. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, and they always people buy different brands. Like they think that, you know, they're like trying to find the perfect cigarette or something. It's like, no, you just they they're all the same. And I was trying to do the math. So she says that they say some aside about how it's been a couple weeks since Jordan left. Yeah. Um, so she would have had to literally have just missed her period like the day before this, because the prime time to get pregnant is like 12 to 14 days before you get your period. And if Jordan was there two weeks before, I don't know, like the whole thing, I don't, I, I just feel like it was so staged and fake. Yeah. And I also, so she, I, I never understand this and I just assume it's people on reality TV and they, she says that their whole approach to quote unquote protection is drive fast, take chances. Right. It's like everyone on reality TV ever, but then when she's not pregnant, she looks so relieved and so thrilled. And it's like, then why don't you just prevent it in the first place? Well, because I have a feeling that, I mean, if any of the conversations that she had with Jordan were even remotely true. They've mentioned possible children multiple times in this episode. Um, maybe he was like pressuring her and she in the moment was like, okay, like this seems like a good idea. And then instantly had regret, you know, I mean, there's all kinds of things that could have been going on. Maybe I'm just a shady bitch and I would be on protection and. <laughs> oh, a hundred percent. But I mean, it sounded like, I mean, he was the one I feel like that was pushing the pregnant narrative. So oh, I could course. see her being easily talked into it. Yeah. Pretty much. So then we go back to Saddle Ranch and Cassie feels guilty about the way that she treated Nick the other day. And she says, quote, he threw me for a circle at lunch the other day. I I wrote the same thing, Town. I think she meant loop. (laughs) I think so. I think so. Um, So then she hands the note back to him with a yes. And it says, oops. 
like under the maybe, which yeah. I thought was kind of sweet. It's cute. And they, she says that she wants to give it a shot with him and they hug it out. And she says, no, go make me some money. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was, I'm kind of here for it. I think it's cute. And well, I, I they, not, oh, go they ahead. went to the saying? premiere party together. Oh, they did? Yeah. Um, what I am not here for is that I think it's a travesty that in our final episode, we got next to no Noah, Nancy, or Tom. Nope. Like, it's, it's bullshit. bullshit. Yep. Like, they're the, like, they were the best people. Well, not so much Tom, but like Nancy and Noah. Like, give me all the Nancy and Noah. Like, what the fuck? Like, I feel like I we really got dipped. I know. We did. So then we are still at Saddle Ranch and Alex asks Cameron to step outside and talk to Rachel. And Rachel brings her flowers and apologizes for the way that she behaved the night she got engaged, which apparently now is oh, several no, no, weeks no, no. ago. No, 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 no. You're skipping the whole Rob and Rachel talk. Oh, fuck. Sorry. Rob's house. Rob, <laughs> Rob's house. <laughs> I totally did. I scrolled too far in my notes. Um, so we go to Rob's house. Rob and Rachel need to talk. Again. And their their talk was dumb because we've they've had it four thousand times. It's like Rob exactly. says, I can't deal with the drama. Um, I love you, but like this is a lot, and like it's so much. And every time we do anything, you whatever. And Rachel says, like I'm going to change, and you're right. But I mean, it's the same conversation we've had a hundred times. What really stood out for me on it is that Rob has his elbows on his knees and his hands like on his face, so you can see his forearm, and he has a very prominent, very large tattoo that says Leanne. Oh, that looks pretty fresh. His and it mom. goes from like wrist to like, I would say like three inches to the elbow toward from the elbow in giant script and probably like two inches. You think it's his mom or grandmother or something? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like dudes love to do that. Mm, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It was just big and in a weird place. And I don't know. It's like, it, who's it, Mary- it really, I haven't noticed it before and it really stuck out to me. It's like, who's Marianne? It's my mom. You know, like Leanne. I, Leanne. Yeah. I know, but I'm just saying, like, I feel <laughs> like I think a friend's ex-husband had a tattoo of his mom's name. I, I mean, I don't know that's a thing, but I feel like usually it's like shoulder or, I mean, it was just in such a weird prominent place with no other. And a lot of times it'll be like, if it's a mom tattoo, it'll be, I don't, it's just weird, whatever. But I, I was just wondering who the fuck Leanne is. Yeah. He also seems like the kind of idiot that would get all his girlfriends tattooed on his body. That's true. Um, but the reason I skipped over this scene and spoiled the next scene, sorry, is that this one's just very boring. We've heard it before. Rob is, he's basically breaking up with her, but he's not, you know, he's saying that like, this is too much for him and she's dramatic and she's messy and he cares about her, but then he like walks it all back and they kiss at the end. I mean, I think part of the reason that it stood out to me only is because in the trailer and the scenes coming up and all, they kept really pushing it really yeah. pushing it and making it seem like he was going to dump her. So there we saw so much of it in like the preview that when it finally came, I'm like, Oh, thank God it's finally here. Yeah. And then it was nothing. It was nothing. And that is what prompts her to apologize to Cameron with the flowers at Saddle Ranch. And this is where they start to say, so Cameron was so happy and, she says to Rachel, and you're my best friend. I wanted you to be a part of it. And what the fuck? And like Rachel backs that up. Since, we, since when, when are you best friends? Since when? And then we hear it for the last 10 minutes of the show. Yeah. It's all they talk about. Yep. 
And they joke about, it's so crazy, I used to hate your guts. And Cameron asks her to be a bridesmaid, and Rachel is thrilled. Okay, first of all, Cameron, thank God that you're not actually getting married. Because are you fucking nuts? I wouldn't want Rachel within a hundred feet of my wedding. She's going to get drunk. She's going to start fights. She's going to make it all about her. It's going to be a nightmare. Like, you would have to be a fucking idiot to want her to be in your wedding. Yes. Or even attend your wedding. Uh Uh-huh. Facts. Crazy. And I'm kind of sad there wasn't a wedding, so we couldn't hear about how she, like, went full on and recreated the first scene from um, 30 Days or... What was the Sandra Bullock movie when she goes to rehab? Oh, 28 Days. 28 Days, yes. I feel like her wedding would have looked like the opening scene of 28 Days when she, like, drives through the wedding cake in the limo and, like, just ruins it. Like, that's what Rachel would do. Yes, I actually like that movie. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. I love it too. Yeah, it has some very touching moments if you yeah. haven't seen. So in our final like two scenes at Saddle Ranch, the gang has a server meeting with Candy and something is about to go down. And Candy thanks them for merging with the Universal staff and she's she and Larry are very pleased with how it's gone and it's been a great success and Larry agrees and they have decided to... Duh, duh, duh commercial break (laughs) and then they the big reveal to this whole first season of the show is that they've decided to bring in two more employees from another location to shake things up all over again lies and allegations this made me so fucking mad and i did a whole bunch of research so first of all i'm assuming this was a setup in case they had season two so they could bring in some new people of course secondly Saddle Ranch only has two locations. Two locations. That's I, I looked it up just to make sure. So you're bringing two more people from Universal who are assumedly already friends or know Rob and Cassie and Cameron. So why would they be like, like, oh, our friends would be coming up. Like all of this vitriol about like, oh, they're going to bring new people in and fuck them and whatever and blah, blah, blah. And I'm going to keep my place. It's all fucking made up and bullshit. And when I was researching... Uh, if there were other locations besides Universal and Beverly Hills or, or Hollywood, um, the Universal location, the hours are so different. I would want to work fucking there. So Saddle Ranch in the Hollywood one is open until 2 a.m. every night, like non yeah. non fail. The yeah. Universal location closes at 10 from Sunday through Thursday, and then it's open midnight Friday and Saturday. So thank you very much. I'd rather work fucking there. All the tourists are there. I'm sure they make a ton of fucking money. And during the week, you're out of there by 1030. Yeah. Like, why would you be clamoring to go to the one where you have to work until 230 in the morning? Because it's sunset and it's cooler, I guess. I I guess. But the whole thing, I was just like, this is such a production-driven setup for season two that never happened that I can't, I like, I cannot even. Yeah. And it's also, I wanted more candy. Like, it's all the candy we got, too. I know. And we didn't get to see, like, Nancy and Dave at the end or anything. It's a bit of a bummer. So then everybody's all shaken up by this news. And Rachel says no one will ever take her place at Saddle Ranch. And she's already proven it. And Cameron doesn't know if she'll be a Rachel with the new staff or she'll welcome them with open arms. Alex says, I dare them. Welcome to Saddle Ranch, bro. Okay. Yeah. So then Cameron and Rachel are in love and they are final scene behind the bar. It's 1.35 a.m. Everybody's cleaning up. We're tidying up this season nicely. 
Rob says he's happy Rachel's in his life. Rachel and Cameron are just the last ones. And Rachel tells Cameron, I'm in love with you. Cameron says, you're going to be such a hot bridesmaid. Would you miss me if I left? And she says, I miss you when you leave at the end of the day. And they decide to go home and have a slumber party. Yeah. Excuse me? What? I also didn't understand that. Am I taking you home or are you taking me home? Like, is it like, did, did you drive there separately? Or are you taking cabs home? Because this was before Uber. Like, what, huh? I don't, I don't know. Are you, do you or, live within walking distance? I don't understand. Or I guess if they're having a slumber party, one of them will just drive the other back to work tomorrow. I guess. I, 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 I think it's hilarious that we did not see the evolution of this friendship until the very final 10th episode. Yeah, no, there was nothing, no. If you had asked me before this episode, I would have told you they were cordial, at best. Agreed. Yep. Very weird. Mm-hmm. I got nothing. And we could have spent the whole episode, like, palling around with Nancy and Tom. Like, I mean, what the fuck? Like, I would yeah, have rather seen that. Dave. <laughs> oh, Dave. Sorry, I don't know why I keep calling him Tom. Dave, <laughs> yes, Dave. Yeah. Um, but all told, Saddle Ranch was pretty fun. I wish I'd been able to track down a few more of the cast members, but... You know, it was a good old-fashioned, messy VH1 show, and I'm into that. Now, did you stay for the final scene? With the dog? Yeah. Yeah, I did. So we ended on a cute little high note with Rob and Noah at Rob's house, like, hanging out on the couch um, with their dog just being, like, goofy, and it was very cute. It was a nice way to end it. His dog is cute. Um, His His dog dog also sings like mine. Like, mine barks a little bit, but she also kind of howls and sings, um, which is problematic because sometimes you can encourage it because you think it's cute so i identified (laughs) very cute well guys that is the end of saddle ranch we have some news for you this is also the beginning of our summer hiatus um we're going to be taking july and august off we will be back in september but we did record a very fun supplemental episode with a very special guest um, that you will find out when we drop the episode that we're going to be dropping probably in like a month, I would think, um, yeah. three weeks to a month from now when you guys hear this. Um, so something to look out for. Um, so you'll get our supplemental episode and then we'll be back in September with a new show. Yeah. Well, enjoy have your one, summer, my dear. Get a good you too. Have a great summer, everyone, and we'll see you in September. Thanks for listening to another episode of One Hit Wonderful. You can find us online on Twitter and Instagram at OneHitPod. You can email us at franklymarebe at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nana's Mink. And you can find me on Twitter at HeyIt'sMareBe. Please remember to rate and subscribe. And have a great week, guys. We'll talk to you soon.